You know what will be kind of nice is that we won't have to uh, talk about the Super Bowl, really. No. You know, you the, will be all, the, all the, you know, the stuff like the day after you feel obligated to talk about, which I'm already done with it. I'm already moving on. <laughs> you know, I'm ready to talk about maybe a few ads and then uh, the music and then that's about it because we've talked about it leading up to it. So I'm glad we just get to skip the day. There you go. I, you can, th- I can think of many other reasons why I'm glad. <laughs> that's yeah, so yeah, funny. But that is one of them because I'm starting to get footballed out already, you know, because we've had <laughs> accidental sports talk on and off for two weeks and it's just too much for me. And that's funny because that's the very reason why I'm going to be upset. We're going to miss. Oh, right. so funny, Grant. Talk. This is my Grammys, my Oscar. Yeah, if there's right. one day that I want to be on the air, it's the day after the Super Bowl. But hey, I will take a day off. They Absolutely. are saying yeah. that this Super Bowl is going to break the record for the most Super Bowl watched ever because of how highly... How many viewers watch the NFL this season? Yeah, 200 Let million. Me also say, because it's our first Rihanna concert in a very long big time. Big deal. Big deal. Seven, what did they say? $7 million for a 30 second ad right now? That's what they're charging. $7 million for a 30 second ad. Yeah. They're estimating 200 million people will be watching. Yeah. On Sunday. Isn't that always what it is? I, it used to be like 90, and then oh, it was 100. And it's it goes up every year, but this is by far the biggest audience they're expecting. Well, very, very, very good. Yes. Now, the thing that um, I was excited about today, and he was on a couple nights ago. Was it with Fallon? Pedro Pascal was he on with Fallon mm-hmm. and talking about because remember tonight, The Last of Us drops on HBO and HBO Max instead of dropping Sunday night. Yep, it's dropping tonight because they don't want to drop it on Super Bowl. Since, right. as you said, to everybody's Everyone's watching that. watching that. We watched. We got caught up last night. Oh. Yeah, we dropped out for a second and got way back in. Yeah, it's, it's, so, it's so good. So yeah. good. And Pedro Pascal, I mean, he just... every <laughs> he's, he's beautiful. He's everybody's daddy. He crushed it last week on SNL. And this, I... Will you guys be the judge of this? If this can join our favorite must-have clips, because we have, we have two. Yeah, we have this one, which is one of our more famous ones. You know, my favorite thing about the movie is, like, it feels like a like a movie it feels like a real like you know go to the theater film movie that That you know you you kind of the reason why you go to watch something on the big screen And then our other clip that we like and this one Donnie clipped a long time ago for us and that's Hi, I'm Prince Harry. Boy. Hi, I'm Prince Harry. Boy. Love that one. <laughs> so here's Pedro Pascal saying his name, his sexy full name. Pedro. Which is even worse. Pedro. Pedro, yeah. Pedro. Yeah. Pedro. Pedro. <laughs> you know what my full name is? Well, I assume Pedro Pascal, but it's, it's a little more. longer. It's a little yeah. longer than that. Go ahead. Jose Pedro Balmaceda Pascal. Is it really? <laughs> just that part. Oh, we want to hear that yeah, part again? Yeah, just a, Let's go to the long yeah. name here. Here we go. Go ahead. Jose Pedro Almaceda Pascal. Is it really? Oh. oh. <laughs> what is he saying? Go well, ahead. he's saying he's got Almaceda four Almaceda names. Pascal. Okay. Yeah. You know, very typical, you yes. know, Latin cultures yeah. or whatever to have uh, four names, two middle names, you know. So he says the whole, name. Yep, yep. Okay. Says the whole thing oh. and he says it's so fast and so beautiful. Anyway. Lori, Lori's in lust. I, 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 and, and, and if you look at him out of the right side of your eye and the lights are dim just right on a Thursday afternoon 
At about 4.15, he looks just like Casey. Kind of. He told me that guy. <laughs> in the double white. And I'm like, okay. He's, He's like, they're broad. They're both broad like each other. He reminds me of Casey. Yeah, like a one-eyed clothes. You know, you and it, back it's, it's and pretend dust. He's got a mustache. <laughs> <laughs> I just think that's funny. Oh, I know. Well, it's it's a good day of the week, Friday. Yeah, I was real happy to be here. I'm uh, just call me the Pilates queen, Julia. But mm-hmm. um, I'm kind of, I will say I'm kind of funny about one thing I've noticed about myself at a Pilates reformer class. What's that? I don't like, I've never liked this in any, I don't like an instructor coming up to me and giving me instructions. Instructions. Just mm-hmm. let me do it. Yeah. You know, and I mean, mm-hmm. it really is everything I can do to keep my snake eyes in my head. I get so <laughs> annoyed. You know, I get so annoyed because I think to myself, I'm making an adjustment because of something. You know, the instructor just sees me, like, doing it wrong. Right. But I'm willfully sometimes doing it wrong because, you know. Why? Oh, I, like, sometimes on a, some of the knee thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a yeah. I have tendonitis in yeah. one knee, so I have to. you got to do it your way. I, I have to listen to the body of the day. But anyway. Well, you really do. <laughs> you you do. really do. And, uh, and you don't ever, sometimes mm-hmm. you don't know. Your body's mm-hmm. always talking to you. But yeah. anyway, I was just like, I have really got to try and temper myself. In class, which is very often why I just have my eyes closed during the reformer. I always close my eyes. I've done close my eyes when working out all the time. I don't want any extra tension. I don't want... <laughs> so if you keep I, your eyes closed... I need to focus. Right. I need, Especially in reformer. <laughs> yeah. You know, but I... I so I, that's not unusual no, to close your eyes and no, do those things. No, not at things. all. Okay. Not at all. Because I am like a little kid. I think if I have my eyes closed, the instructor won't see me. Oh, oh that's funny. When I, was, when I would run on a treadmill, I'd put my hoodie up. So yeah. I couldn't even see the people next to me. Mm-hmm. I don't even want anybody to distract me. I want to be in my own element because I'm already hating the moment as it is. So I yeah. got to talk myself into this. I don't need somebody else telling me, puck yeah. up, let's go. I feel like I have to have my eyes closed to feel an abductor. <laughs> well, <laughs> you end. have to focus. I Closing <laughs> my eyes in Pilates, using a reformer, you, I, it makes you focus more, That's I think. That's what I think. Because I close my la- eyes a lot like doing classes because I just... You need to focus. Yeah. And, and they tell you helps. where you should feel it. And then if you're not feeling it there, if you shut your eyes, I feel like you can figure out how to feel yeah, it there. Yeah, maybe that's it. All right, good. I so. really think it's a All natural right. thing. Okay, fine. To close your eyes. All right, good. Well, anyway, um, apologies, uh, Lisa, for the snake eye I might have given you today while you were trying <laughs> to get my something up in this position. And I was just like, <sighs> anyway, I do, I do, I do like that thing. Oh, I'm telling you, yeah. Lori, I did this years ago. You're an instructor. You're I qualified. was once, once for one class. One day, one class. One class. <laughs> and then I, because I would be in our classes with Deborah at Energy Pilates and Fitness. Yeah. And then my partner, Pam, and I would feel like I could tell everyone what to do because I was so in the know. Because you were then, there all the time. And then I went to a class to get certified. And then I taught one class and I thought, oh, no. No. Mm-mm. I don't know. No can do. This. I don't have time for this. No. All right. Listen. Uh, we it come... takes a lot more to lead a class than you would ever think. You really need. You it's have a, to lot have a lot more. of things up your sleeve and know what you're doing, and then also and then to keep the conversation going and to give the explanation of what you're supposed to be doing, especially with Pilates. It's you know it's a lot harder than maybe a, a cardio class well, or something like that where. 
Because you're doing the breathing, the this, the it's that, so how, where your eyes, where's your neck, and all this stuff. I would hate to teach a Pilates class. I, I didn't like it. It wasn't for me. Yeah. All right. Listen, <laughs> when we come back, it's our story we can't get enough of. Jose Pedro Balmaceda Pascal. Lori and Julia here for Learning Rx with seven locations in the metro area. What if school could be enjoyable for your kid that's struggling in school? What if it could be fun? What, it could be, what if it could be something that they look forward to they're excited about a class project they're excited about a reading assignment but if school is difficult for them because reading is hard they have no memory they don't comprehend what they are reading they have to go over and over and they underline know, and they it's, know they're bad it's that makes school right. the least fun place to be right and so there are options and learning rx is one-on-one brain training with proven scientific success research it's all working um it works it teaches kids how to learn it teaches them how to read how to be organized how to process how to do everything but it all starts with an assessment call today and set up yours at 952-949-6900 the assessment's 50 percent off when you mention Lori and julia oh so, uh last night was the nfl honors on uh on the old boobaruski last night i did not watch it but i watched clips this morning our guy uh justin jefferson won offensive player of the year and offensive play of the year really Look at that. Yeah. oh and there's like it's not like it's not quite like the espies but people are turned out for that thing they got a red carpet mm-hmm. kelly clarkson was the first uh woman to host it as usual she was an absolute flawless superstar yeah she was wearing a jersey dress i loved this outfit it was a long sleeve gown that flowed into a long train in gray white and blue fabric the colors of the dallas cowboys with like five names embroidered the name plates that are from the jerseys yes, yeah it's yes. really cool it was because she and hits and miss she looked fantastic she did let's notice too that she's wearing number 88 which was michael irvin's number when he played for the Dallas Cowboys and Michael Irvin's in a little bit of a hoo-ha right now himself. Oh, is he? I didn't know, I that. Didn't know that. Michael I Irvin no got pulled. Idea. I was yeah. here for the shade that I, I love that Kirk Cousins <laughs> came out and was fluffing her up. They did a little bit together. Yes. And apparently he's some kind of karaoke guy. Like, for real, and he wears <laughs> chains around his well, neck. When they win, Grant okay. will yeah. tell you so the, the Kirk, That came from what was called Kirko Chains. And Kirko so it, Chains. It started after we started winning, and after a game, he was wearing a flannel T-shirt, a flannel button-up shirt, and everybody called him, like, the dad wear. So on the plane ride home, all the players, he took his shirt off, gave them these... Gave him all their blinged out chains, okay. and he started dancing and singing yes, on the plane. It, it, it. it so became that's where that huge, from. and then even a local kid here became a viral sensation, and they put him on the big screen every football game because this little young kid would take his shirt off and wear a okay. bunch of chains. Right. I, yeah. did, I did know that because I'm like, okay, yeah. hmm. so we here we've posted this. Probably all the shows have played this. Today, probably because it's Kirk Cousin. I'm here for the Tom Brady shade <laughs> that happens at the end of the song, the end of the clip where they show him in his um, thirsty, cringy thirst trap of a picture in his underwear. It's just, I mean, people in the crowd, when they scanned to the crowd, there were half the people were like, oh, no, she did. And the other people were really thought it was funny. But let's just play it. I'm sorry. We have one last request. Who? I'm sorry, Kelly. I just wanted to sing one quick tribute song to Tom Brady on behalf of all the other quarterbacks in our league. All right, shot by like a diamond. Okay, okay. Tom's won seven times, went to ten. 
He's on some beast, so maybe Kirk could win. Wait, you can really see Yeah, sing. yeah. Since he's been gone. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. First of all, you can really sing. What? Honey? Like, <laughs> okay. Okay. Okay, Kenny. Okay, Kirk, I totally press my button. Okay. Um, hold on, though. That, that doesn't really sound like a tribute. It kind of sounds like you're just happy Brady is gone because it... You know, gives you and the other teams, you know, a, a better shot. And I am totally for this. Um, I think Brady's retirement is good for him, great for us. Because, come on, Kelly, everyone wants to hear you sing, not me. Let's go. And then that picture yeah. comes down. A huge, <laughs> huge picture of him in his underwear, his Instagram photo oh. that he posted was right behind him. That was funny. And that, she even acted it out by putting her own hand, hand covering down. her own crotch. It was. I, that was so, so good and cold. She's beautiful. so good. Yeah, Amazing. it was. I mean, Kelly singing with Kirk Cousins, singing about Tom Brady with a picture of Tom Brady on the jumbo screen in his underwear. I mean, incredible. <laughs> Absolutely incredible. And then on Wednesday this week, Kelly's really been having good shows this week. Yeah. She's on fire. And this week, I I think it was Wednesday, Pink was on. Wow. And, I mean, first of all, yeah, they're both of these two women. I mean, if I we think about the music that we like to listen to, if these two ever went on tour, I'd pay all kinds of money to see that damn show. Um, But they... Did an acoustic? They talk because Pink has an album coming out yep. like next uh, next week, and they talked. They talked about you know uh, being moms, and then they did like um, they did like maybe a half hour. Uh, they had an acoustic guitar player, and Kelly and Pink sang together, and they talked about who knew which Pink wrote in two thousand and six for a friend who overdosed. She said she never gets tired of singing that song because. It just means so much to her. They also sang What About Us together. And um, this is what they're saying. Please Don't Leave Me, which is a pink song. A mini concert that uh, show. and the clip. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash LJPod50 and use code LJPod50 to get 50% off. That's code LJPod50 at factormeals.com slash LJPod50 to get 50% off. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. These are all on YouTube on Kelly Clarkson's And page. you know how we have that um, um, nonprofit bridging mm-hmm. that helps 
people with furniture for their homes and everything. Mm-hmm. They were on Wednesday. Oh, they were? The guy, the executive director, um, 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 was on Mark Winker. Oh, cool. Winkering was on on Wednesday because she always brings in a local charity every mm-hmm. day and highlights a local charity from around the country. So you probably got to meet Pink. I love that. Yeah, it was just... Uh, I, I, they should do the Super Bowl next year together. When Pink and Kelly. Well, and then there's this other contingency <laughs> that there hasn't been a country star who's hosted, you know, done the halftime show in a very long time. So Chris Stapleton's name has been out there a lot. Well, he is singing Sunday. Yeah, he is. He's singing he, America the Beautiful. Yeah. I don't know which song he's singing. I do. Lift every voice. Lift up every voice and sing as Cheryl Lee Ralph. Yep. Chris Stapleton is doing the national anthem. Okay. And Babyface is doing America the Beautiful. Yeah. Jay Z <laughs> must have just said, "We need you, bro." Billy Billy Joel did the national anthem when I was at that 2007, yeah. and he get they rolled him out on a piano, oh. and they had it. They obviously did it visually from top up because he had a suit on. But if you were there, it was hot and humid, and he had just regular shorts oh, underneath. So if you were there, you could see he was just sitting there in shorts. It was kind of oh, cool. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, Greg, can you believe it? You, I mean, you there's were at- no. No question that the Prince 2007 halftime show is the greatest one ever. Yeah. And one of the greatest performances of his, of his career. career, hands yeah. down. Well, they have that uh, outfit that he wears at the Super Bowl. It's front and center at Paisley Park. It oh. is? Yeah. Yeah, it was blue and tangerine. I just got chicken skin. Chicken skin. I learned what that meant. Goosebumps. 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 Anyway, Pink and Kelly Clarkson for the Super Bowl next year. I'm all for it. Oh, geez. All right, listen, we come back, and just like that, Carrie's back on her tiptoes. It's deja vu all over again. Hey, gang. Let's talk first equity so um, I know some people, maybe they're related to me, maybe they're my children, who are looking for a house right now, and they're and they're first-time homebuyers, and so they're just talking about how every house goes like that. You don't even, you know. Yeah. So if you don't have your ducks in a row in the first-time homebuyer, and wherever you are really, However great, you're financing. great properties go like that right now because the, the inventory is a little limited. So First Equity can make sure you are absolutely prepared and realtors around the Twin Cities know that First Equity closes on time. They don't have any issues when you're closing. Everything that's is... that's what's attractive to someone who's selling. Oh my gosh. You want... You like, want to make sure it's going to happen at that gonna point. It's going to happen. You're not going to have to start all over. And they help you answer all your questions. If there's some dings in your credit report, how are you going to fix that? They guide you. They're wonderful... Keyword, David, at my talk for all your mortgage needs. Geez, looking at the stills uh, that are being dropped like crazy from the second season of Just Like That, which is filming in New York, you would think it would be 10 years ago because we see Carrie on her tiptoes kissing Aiden. John Corbett, which... I'm happy. I, yeah, but Julia, Julia, adding John Corbett... To, and just like that is a sure sign of at least they know how bad and just like that season one was. They're desperate. <laughs> no, they're absolutely desperate because, um, you know. Well, Big can't come back. Well, no, Big can't come back. and He died. You know, Aiden Spoiler alert. was her on and off <laughs> boyfriend. And then he was her fiance in season three and four of Sex in the City. And. We saw them, you know, I mean, she, 
It's a romance from over 10 years ago that ended because she cheated on him. Mm -hmm. And then she runs into him at Sex and the City 2 in Marrakesh in the market. Mm -hmm. He's got a baby. And Mm -hmm. so anyway, um, I don't think he's going to die after writing a Peloton or anything. I don't think and just like that is going to become that kind of a show where Carrie is like some sort of a merry widow uh, where everyone she's with, you know, dies in some exercise or lay. But these are very like very smoochy things that I'm thinking, ah, well, all right. They realized the first season was bad, really bad, <laughs> really, really painfully bad. And, and, Even you admit it now. And, and post. The, well, the, and the expectations we all had because, um, well, we ex- loved it. We ex- loved it. We, we wanted it to be clever and fun. Like and the, it was none of those it, things. It was none of those things. No, it wasn't it, clever and fun. There was a lot of sadness happening. And it showed, like, if you're in your 50s, it's the most dreary right. decade of your life instead of being the m- most fun. And uh, anyway, so um, the official Carrie and Aiden pics are everywhere. I did... I'm gas- okay with this. Uh, yeah, I I'm did so okay with this. gag at the photo of them in a restaurant where Aiden had his dark sunglasses on and had a cigarette hanging out of his mouth. I was just like, no boyfriend of Carrie's is going to sit in a restaurant for brunch with dark biker glasses on and a cig hanging out of his mouth. What? How do you know it's brunch? I mean, how are you making these assumptions? Because it's daylight. You could see, okay. you know, you could see it was daytime. It would be even worse if it was at night. What if you really like this season? I hope I, so. I, I hope so, but I hope, I hope Che Diaz is gone. I don't want that she character. Won't be. I hope Miranda comes back to herself and they write it off as a perimenopausal you know, hormone. She is still going to be around, I think. But she goes to L.A. That's true. At the end of that. But I remember hearing they're going to expand that. I don't know. I I have no expectations anymore. No, neither do I. I think a lot of people don't have expectations. But seeing those pictures, I thought was fun. Yeah. I thought that was fun. And then hearing Candace Bushnell is coming to Mystic Lake is also fun because she's the one who, from her articles in the Observer, New York Observer's mm-hmm. How Sex and the City Started. That's right. So I think that's kind of fun. Well, um, Sex and the City costume designer Patricia Fields ha- has a memoir that will be coming out and she's doing some interviews and she's such a, she's a hoot. She's 81 years old. Um and, you know, she didn't become a stylist until way later in life. And um, she really, if I think of anything Sex in the City, if the fifth character would be the fashion. Oh, yes. Or the fashion in the or city. New York. Yeah, the fashion yeah. in the city. So um, she did an interview with the uh, Guardian. And they asked her if she had any fashion moments she regretted from doing Sex in the City. And her answer was this. She said it haunts her. Recalling John Corbett, who plays Aiden Shaw, being adamant about accessorizing his looks with turquoise jewelry. She told The Guardian he'd just done some sapless show and he wanted to repeat the look. I was like, okay, this is going to be tricky. And she just hated that he kind of insisted on some of this Western wear attire. Well, you know where I think that comes from a little bit? He wasn't with Bo Derek back then. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. She said when it came to dressing Kim Cattrall, um, she said, I understood her role was the sexy one, but I didn't want her to be cheap and sexy. I That's why I put her in so many elegant stretch fabrics from the designer Giorgio de Sant'Angelo. I put her in clothes so soft and supple you wanted to reach through the TV screen to touch her. She said, sometimes I had her be a goddess and 
metallics and a bright, shiny object of desire. And so I knew that she was going to be overtly sexual. So I wanted her to look rich. She so looked amazing. Didn't she did. She said, um, I love knowing this. This is going to be a great memoir. I think so. Oh. She struggled to get Kristen Davis, who plays Charlotte, out of her comfort zone. She said with Kristen, she had such a strong love of A-line skirts. I fought her over them. I would say to her, you have a fabulous figure. We have to show it off. I practically had to pry the Ralph Lauren sweater sets from her hands to get some tailored product on her. I believe this. And she said, but we didn't know at the start of pulling together these outfits for season one was how hugely important sex in the city would become to the fashion world. And... um, um. So, you know, then they just talk about some of the iconic outfits, the, you know, Manolo Blahnik shoes. Which we, didn't, we, we, we didn't even know about before this. Before that. No. Uh, the tutu, of course, at the beginning of that. She, the Fendi purse, the Eiffel Tower bag. The jewelry. The jewelry. The carry the name necklaces yeah, from the 70s. The yeah, And she, of course, had her own, the Patricia Fields, uh, she had her own boutique. For like 16 years. And Lori and I walked in there one day, walked downstairs, and we were just talking about that. And, um, Asked them if they'd sell the nipples. Yep, walked right downstairs. Will you please sell our nipples? They said yes. Yes. We have people who would love these mm-hmm. nipples. And uh, and then, you know, I ended up you know, going the to the Patricia, the Patricia Fields mm-hmm. fashion show. We, we, can, we had our nipples were in the gift bags. At her, it was the first time she'd ever shown in Bryant Park, and it was in um, 2001. And the fashion show was September 8th, 2001. And, of course, you know, a few days later, uh, so 9-11, 9/11 happened. happened. But yep. that Saturday night was, a, uh, Julia didn't go, her kids or we something. Too, it was too much. Too much, kids. but my friend Paula and Jeff and my friend Gladys mm-hmm. came with me, and we had an oxygen film crew. I had a... Really? Cameraman she did. And two other people mm-hmm. following me into the fashion show. I met oh, Andre wow. Leon Tally, uh, you know, Miranda, who's played by um, you Cynthia right. Nixon. She's standing up and yelling at me, Nipple Lady, I remember <laughs> you. Because we've been on the set like two months before. Yeah. It was just kind of a surreal uh, moment. Absolutely. Thing. And then we got invited to the uh, after party, Patricia Fields, because we contributed the gift bag and we went and I remember my friend Paula and I just looking at each other and we're dancing. It was like some rooftop place and all these <laughs> models were like six feet tall and looked like beautiful giraffes or something. Yes. They were just so tall and <laughs> ethereal looking. And you know, then none of the cast of Sex in the City was, was there except the for except for uh, Miranda. She was the only one that came, Cynthia Nixon. I mean no one else no one else from the cast was at that show right. or the party, but anyway, yeah, I would like to read. Oh, this will be great. Her book because she's really an interesting character, and she's very loyal to Kim Cattrall. She just very. Thought, she just thought that was just a bunch of BS that they didn't include her, and she, she told the Guardian, I think it was the Guardian, she was glad she uh, couldn't say yes to and just like that because she was doing Emily in Paris. Yes. Mm-hmm. She picks out all yeah. the, uh, she does all the costuming yep. for that and she just said it was good because then I didn't have to make up any excuse. <laughs> yep. Basically. Yeah. And yeah. if you notice in Emily in Paris, her little signature, one of her things is that bag, that the purse, camera, the camera bag, the camera bag. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's her camera 
but the cam excuse me, it's her cell phone. Um, but she has it in a case that looks like an old camera. Yes. Yeah, which is classic. Very. I know. Very. So. I can't wait to read that book. And we famously met her at one of Glamorama's parties yes. at Macy's or Dayton's or what at Marshall whatever Fields or I what forgot. it was. That's right. That yes, one we met she was her. There. Red lovely. hair and lovely. just like very um different. V- yeah, but fun. You know, yeah. when you're like, oh yes. my gosh, look at this this yes. Patricia Fields. Was fun. So she really didn't become known until like you know later. Yeah, in her life mm-hmm. and had and her shop was a drag shop. Yes, that's what right, it was. Right by yes. NYU. Yes, and yeah, it was amazing, amazing mm-hmm. store. It closed, I think, in 2016 or 2017. Mm-hmm. But all right, listen. When we come back, this pains us. To tell you this, it really does, but... Grant and I can't wait to find out what's painting us. Okay. It's It's a surprise. It's a surprise. (laughs) Okay, Lori and Julia here from Metropolitan MSP Airport, mspairport.com for all your information. But they have made it even easier for you if you're traveling out of here. And you can pre-book your parking. You must book it at least 12 hours before you mm-hmm. depart, but that guarantees you a space. You don't have to be stressed out and at all. And you choose all. the ramp. You choose the ramp you want to park in. You get a QR code. It saves you $2 every day. It's it's less money. And then when you leave, there's a special exit for the people who have pre-booked. Yeah, so you can zip right you out zip of there. right out. And then if you need this reopen January 1st, the quick ride ramp, this is great for families or people going on long trips, carrying lots of luggage. It's got on-site parking, value rate. There's a 24-7 shuttle that will pick you up and take you to either terminal. Very, very easy. It's right off Highway 5 on the post road exit. So it's serving both, but it is money saving. For all your information, MSPAirport.com. Um, okay, so Magic Mike opened today. The embargo is off for the in-views, reviews. Here's Chris Hewitt. Um, just the first sentence. Magic Mike's last dance is about strippers. But are they still called strippers when the most they take off is a shirt? Nope. A shirt? What we have here is a butt Shame. and switch. I, a I butt and switch? Line. A butt I love and that. switch. I love that line. <laughs> yeah, he, gave, he gives it two and a half stars, but he said, maybe the most confusing thing about the movie is that Mike creates his bewildering promise about his show that it will create a zombie apocalypse of desire. I guess that's supposed to be a good thing. Like a lot of what happens in this genial but unnecessary movie, it's unclear. You it's, know, I... It have says we, 46% on Rotten Tomatoes. What about audience? Critics. The audience likes it 76%. That's percent, Although um, a lot of the audience says it reminds them of Step, more of Step Up. Oh, I love Step Up. Than Magic Mike. Yeah. And... Um, Lainey Gossip said uh, uh, that Magic Mike's Last Dance isn't very good. It's not terrible. It could definitely be worse, but it's a huge step back from the joy of Pleasure Focus, Magic Mike, XXL, and the more character-driven story of Magic Mike. Um, the the thing I'm going to go for if I see it in the theater is that, and it's only opening in 1,500 theaters, so wow. it might be streaming before we know it. Right. Yeah. We don't have much faith in this movie. If That's it's only, not a lot. Uh, there's a 15 minutes, 15 minute dance number at the end, and all the shirts are off. But that's it. It's just 
shirt. I cannot tell you how much this pains me to tell everybody this. I but told I feel you this. You should be warned going in that you will not see any buns. We will not. And and I guess the thing that I liked about um, I liked the spectacle of just saying yes, we're openly ogling. It's okay to do it. It's a spectacle. We like the nudity. Why do we have to be serious? Yeah, yeah. I guess so. Well, anyway, I guess I think Shannon... I, again, though, if the audience is giving it a 77... 76, that's yeah. still not... I mean, like Casey, like his barometer for watching something, well, he, the audience has to be 80. Oh, he's ridiculous. I know he is. Okay, because here's why. I'll give you an example. So today, um, maybe I got up really early and... Um, I watched the Reese Witherspoon Ashton Kutcher. Oh, is it as your, bad as it looks? No. Oh, really? No. I liked it. But again, the reviewers are giving it a 33%. It just looks so bad. I, I enjoyed it. Okay. I mean, and it was, you know, I have no expectations in the morning. I'm just hanging out, icing my leg and trying yeah. to, you know. Yeah. But I, it's on Netflix, and but the audience score here is 60%. That is terrible. Yeah, that that's not a good. Okay, like, but I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, I really did. I thought it was kind of clever, mm-hmm. and I like seeing respect. I just it was easy. It was easy watching. I give it a a B. No. Yeah, I did. Really? I, well, yeah, it was easy. Right. I thought it was kind of cute. I, I, the kind of cute right there. That's how I know I would not enjoy. Well, you it. you have like, such a when if I, I ever say kind of cute, I want she hates it. Yeah, oh yeah. You want it raunch? I get it. I, I don't want it. Doesn't have to be raunchy, raunch. but like I guess <laughs> sexy, magic, sexy. Magic Mike goes out with a whimper, not a bang, and this yeah. should have gone out with a bang. Because, well, duh. We yeah. love those first two movies. Yeah. And I have to admit, just Grant, a silhouette would have been nice. Yes. What were you saying? Well, I just think the story is kind of weird. It is. You know, he meets this woman and she's like, well, we're going to bring you back, but we're going to have the best show ever in the whole, whole world. And then taking the time to put together the best show ever, where the other ones were more about the guys that were the dancers. We had a yes. little bit more about the characters in the club, and now yeah. he's out making furniture. She's bringing <laughs> him back into the club for one last dance. Yeah. And, he, and Chris Hewitt said it, the movie's trying to make a point that it's standing up and making a case for stripping, but nobody takes off their right, clothes. Right. Well, I'll be curious. We'd like feedback, people. If Whoever anyone sees goes, it. Yeah. I'm going to say that um, I might not get to this movie in the well, theater. Well, I already know you won't. You haven't even seen Whitney Houston, which you wanted to see. Uh, it was only at one theater. It only was at was one it? theater and it's, here. I don't know if it's streaming, but maybe it's $20 somewhere. Yeah, it oh. was only at AMC Road really? at Southdale. Oh. Yeah, it's kind of weird, you know, with movie theaters having, they're like trying to make room for the th- movies, I guess, that people are going to. So it, it was hard to see <laughs> that one. Magic Mike, I don't know. It's I, counter- bet it's, I bet it's streaming by the... Um, but it's counter-programming if you're not a Super Bowl football fan. It's something for a lot of people absolutely. to do on Sunday. You know, yeah, and our, yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, but that just it pained me to to see that, and it'll be on HBO Max when it does stream. Okay. And um, Roger Freeman said that this movie is not up to Selma Hayek's standards. 
she could do better. Well, and yeah. she has done better. And I, I, you know, when it streams, I'm going to watch it right away. But this is one I'm going to just say, I know I'm not going to go. Well, the first two movies are huge hits, although the sequel only did about 50% of the business the first one did. Because Ma- Magic Mike uh, XXL took in $66 million that first weekend at the box office. So fun. Yeah. It was and so fun. Magic Mike was, you know, over $100 million. And it's weird because Channing, Channing Channum, who we call him, has not been on a couch anywhere. We have not seen him promote this. There's no, probably, that's and that's. A I mean, sign. that's a yeah, sign. That's we have not sign. seen him out once. Why? Salma Hayek, yeah, she was has on been out Kelly, and, and this is his baby, right? Salma was on um, Kelly Clarkson the other day, and she talked about how she was talked into wearing the mesh dress, and she was. Oh, for the premiere of that premiere. The bathing suit cover up in Mm -hmm. South Beach. Yeah. Yeah. And what'd she say? Well, she had worries. Like, I had worries. Like, this is a dress wedgie waiting to happen. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And... But when she put it on, she was like, oh, I look pretty good in this. Yeah. Basically, it was like, if I'm not going to wear it now, when am I going to wear it? And they, she was um, talking. To the beach tomorrow. Yeah. She was, her stylist <laughs> talked her into it. So, All right. again, talking about everything but the movie. Yeah. Jeez. I mean, Channum has been just quiet. It, that's really weird. Well, it's better to be quiet than to do this. Well, you did the about cover for the GQ. Movies, oh, yeah. it feels better like to be a, quiet than like to go out and do this. Well, it feels like it. No, he wouldn't. Yeah. But. But that was the only thing he really did was that cover story, which was, um, which he kind of looked like a hungry um, depression era farmer in that. Well, um, here's CBS. Here's CBS review. If Magic Mike's Last Dance review, if dry humping was an art, Channing Tatum would be Picasso. Mm-hmm. Wow! Everybody yeah, wants the nudity. Well, apparently they do. He and Selma have a. A fiery um, scene at the beginning. At yeah, the beginning. there's a very uh, intense scene from what I've Paul McGuire Grimes was telling us about it. He Did said he the, like it. He liked it. He said there's a very passionate scene or a very passionate uh, uh, dance in the beginning, and then at the end, like you said, there's the a very minute. the 15 minute, and it involves water. Mm-hmm. And some booty shorts. Oh, I, that well, reminds me of flash dance. Well, yeah, I mean, don't Magic Mike is basically dirty dancing and flash dance. Yeah, you know, ish as far as uh, you know, aligning dancing with working class labor, right? You know, so um, okay, Bummer. so all right, so maybe people will go see it in the theaters. I don't know. Um, I look. By the way, <clears throat> I cannot find a theater that's playing Whitney Houston in town right now. No, that it's, it's been I've been out, out for, for like a while. Yeah, months. it came out in December twenty third. But yes. wow, like it, my mom saw it in the theater yeah. and just absolutely ninety two percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yes, it's very good, very good reviews. And speaking of Whitney, um, she's got a gospel album which yeah, will be released awesome. in March. Mm-hmm. I go to the Rock. It'll be released uh, with eleven new songs, and there's a documentary. TV special that's happening at the same time called the Gospel Music of Whitney Houston. Mm-hmm. Love it, love it. Did Whitney show up in the Dionne Warwick? Yes, of course she did because oh, nice. he's her cousin. Uh huh. But why, and what? What was the frame Just of reference? About family and oh. music was always what we did. And Dionne Warwick sang with Sissy. I mean, they were part of a group together. Sissy's in a lot. That Dionne Warwick is so good on HBO. I really that was a that is I it finished the, it. It's called the um. Dion- Dan Warwick, don't make me over. Oh, don't make me and, over. And she, I really liked it. I, I, I watched it in two parts, but yeah. I really liked it. I think it's a good watch. Yeah. Another, I'm, if people need an idea yeah. for this weekend, some Conor. Mm-hmm. Conor things to watch besides the Super Bowl. I, I would like to watch she that. She is I know really I interesting. It. And how much money, you know, um, 
that one song made for oh, AIDS. Oh, that's what friends are for? Yeah, I mean, she really, and she made my, um, she made President Reagan say AIDS up on stage once, and he was so uncomfortable. She said the look on his face. <laughs> I mean, she talks, she was really, uh, she did some really cool things. Yeah. I have a whole different appreciation she's for her. Pure, she's a damn delight on Twitter. Yeah, I, she is. Yeah, yeah. no she's kidding. A treasure. Lori and Julia, my talk.